Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. of the Lose Weight Live Life podcast, Love the Skin You're In. Today, we're talking all things body image, body appreciation, body positivity, body neutrality, and about how and why I recommend you take the time to work on appreciating and accepting, and hopefully maybe even loving your body as a part of your weight loss journey. If you don't already know, in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, we don't just focus on helping you create a better relationship with food and losing weight, We also help you focus on your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your life. And what I mean by that is that we help you discover what you think and believe about yourself and your life and show you how those thoughts and beliefs shape your reality. Um, Because when you understand and when you know that, then you can look and explore those thoughts and beliefs and create ones that will help you feel better about yourself, about your life and all the things. And when it comes to our relationships with ourselves, Um, And by that, I mean the thoughts and beliefs we have on default about our body, our character, our capabilities, our enoughness. Body image often appears because for so many of us women in our 40s, 50s, 60s and beyond, it can be a real source of unhappiness. Our thoughts about our body and our beliefs around how they don't match up to what we believe they should be cause so much unhappiness and misery, it's a major source of emotional unwellness. And next month in March, we're focusing specifically on body image for an entire month, alongside everything else that we do in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy to help you create a healthier relationship with food and lose weight and improve your wellness. And if you would like to join us, you're able to do that right away as a VIP member. Um, So as a VIP member, you get annual membership to the Lose Weight Live Life Academy You get a one hour private coaching session to help you figure out how you want to eat for life. Um, We call this the having put your food framework in place. And this is actually something new that we're offering um, to um, VIP members right now. And then in addition to that, you also get six um, laser focused coaching sessions. You also get access to the complete archive of our 2022 and 2023 Academy classes. And you also get two workbooks printed and shipped to you to help you um, apply everything that you learn in the Academy to your life. To find out more, go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash enroll. Okay, then. So let's move on to today's episode and exploring the skin you're in. In today's episode, we're unfolding the layers of what it truly means to love the skin you're in amidst a world that often tells us we're unacceptable. I want you to think about what it would be like to know your body is not just accepted, but celebrated for its uniqueness and strength. A place in your mind where the societal mirrors reflecting perfection are replaced with a genuine reflection of your own worth and beauty. So I invite you, whilst listening to this podcast episode, to just pause, take a breath and reflect on your relationship with your body. I want you to change the way you see, treat and talk about yourself. 
Okay, so let's have a look at how we can weave some self-appreciation into the fabric of our day-to-day life. Um, and we can do that one affirming thought at a time. So fostering a positive relationship with your body amidst unrealistic and damaging societal pressures and beauty standards is crucial because, as I said before, it massively impacts your mental health, your emotional well-being, how you feel day to day. And what impacts your mental health also, of course, will impact your physical health and your overall well-being. The pervasive influence of often unattainable body ideals can lead to very negative body images, which is associated with a range of detrimental psychological and physical outcomes. So cultivating a positive body image is massively important. A positive body image is linked to lower risks of developing mental health issues such as depression, anxiety and eating disorders. Negative body perception can also trigger or exacerbate these conditions making body positivity a protective factor. And accepting and loving your body as it is can be significantly important in helping improve self-esteem and confidence. When we feel self-assured, we have a foundation for facing life's challenges and engaging in social activities without undue self-consciousness or restraint or just feelings of discomfort. A positive relationship with your body often leads to engaging in other health promoting behaviours as well for the right reasons, such as feeling good and respecting your body and wanting to take care of it rather than um, out of kind of punishment or guilt. And this is, of course, um, very, very evident when it comes to our relationship with food. Body positivity is also associated with a lower likelihood of engaging in disordered eating behaviours because it promotes a balanced approach to nutrition and exercise free from the extremes of diet culture. And promoting body positivity helps us appreciate the natural diversity of human bodies of all shapes and sizes and ages and appearance. And acceptance supports a more inclusive and compassionate society. And a positive body image is linked to overall life satisfaction. So when we spend less time fixating on our perceived body flaws, we can focus more on activities and relationships that bring us joy and fulfillment. I feel like I'm really trying to sell this to you here, but this is just so fundamentally important. Um, Body positivity, feeling good about our body helps us live in the present, Um, appreciating our body for what it is capable of right now means that we don't postpone our happiness to a point in the future where we think we're going to have some perfectionist fantasy um, achievement of what we think our body should look like. Um, Having a a positive body image also helps us resist the urge to compare ourselves to others. Um, Really normal behaviour, often exaggerated by social media, but when we do this, it can significantly reduce feelings of inadequacy reduce feelings of adequacy and increase competitiveness. Essentially, by fostering body positivity, we can reclaim our self-worth and navigate the world with more confidence and resilience. Okay, so of course, I'm using the word body positivity a lot here. And I just want to clarify what I mean by that, because the term can be used in a number of different ways. So the term body positivity has evolved to encompass a wide range of definitions and concepts reflecting a number of diverse perspectives on health, beauty and self-acceptance. And it's often associated with the health at every size movement. And sometimes this is where we get into a bit of murky waters because sometimes the messaging around health at any size can be 
a little bit confusing or misleading for people. And some talk of the concern it may have in endorsing an unhealthy lifestyle um, with a focus on acceptance and health of any size. And of course, that could lead to ignoring potential health risks associated with obesity or being overweight. And of course, that's not what I'm suggesting when I talk about body positivity or health at any size. Um, I think the health at any size movement has made significant contributions to challenging societal norms around body size and health. And it promotes a more inclusive and compassionate approach to health care and self-acceptance. And it also really importantly advocates for equal treatment and respect for people of all sizes um, in specifically sort of the healthcare world and also the workplace and also the media as well. So it's really important. Reducing this stigma is essential for creating environments where individuals feel supported and empowered to pursue health without judgment. There is also, of course, a difference between talking about body positivity and body neutrality. Okay, so body positivity focuses on celebrating bodies of all shapes, sizes and appearances and actively opposing societal norms that can value certain body types over others. And body positivity is all about fostering love and appreciation for our own bodies and others bodies, emphasizing the beauty of our bodies um, and focusing on the worthiness of all body types. By comparison, body neutrality is about adopting a neutral perspective towards the body, neither overly positive nor negative. It emphasises acknowledging our body's functions and abilities over our appearance. And it's the practice of moving away from focusing on physical appearance as a source of worth or value and just recognising the body for what it can do rather than how it looks. So it's all about aiming for a pragmatic and less emotionally charged relationship with our bodies with the focus around reducing the emphasis on physical appearance, in evaluating ourselves and others, with an aim for a balanced and acceptance view of the body without attaching strong positive or negative emotions to it. So ultimately, when I think it comes to everything body image, there's lots to think about and consider. And I think it's really important for you to consciously decide what you want your own mix of body body positivity and body neutrality, because I think both are really incredibly important to look like okay so you get to decide what you want to think about your body and others bodies for yourself so how did we end up here um how did we end up in a life where we collectively spend so much emotional energy feeling everything from unhappy to shame and disgust about how we look well for all of us it was probably a complex journey and it was all to do with societal norms cultural narratives um, the glare of media and technology and, of course, the diet industry. So from a young age, you were likely introduced to images and messages of what beauty looks like, what success looks like and implicitly what happiness looks like. And these images were not just fleeting visuals. They were constantly in your life. They were constantly shaping your perceptions, your self-worth and your aspirations. And unknowingly for you, they created a template of ideals that were often unattainable, unrealistically, unrealistic and more importantly, unnecessary for a fulfilling life. Um, and we can look at the evolution of these standards over time and how they've been influenced by fashion and film and advertising. And of course, more recently, the digital domain of social media, because each platform, each era 
brings its own version of the ideal body image, um, brings its own pressures, um, ways of, you know, pressurizing us to conform. And this pressure isn't silent. It speaks through the language of likes and shares and comments. Specifically, I'm talking about social media. And that amplifies the notion that acceptance and love are conditional upon meeting these ideals. Um, and the narrative surrounding body image is deeply embedded in the fabric of our culture. It's intertwined with notions of discipline, morality and worthiness. This is such a huge topic. Obviously, I'm only scratching the surface here. But sometimes there's a message that in order to be worthy or to be moral or even disciplined, we've got to look a certain way. Um, and this narrative doesn't just you know, ask us to conform. It demands um, that we turn self-acceptance into a battleground. And then, of course, the diet industry adds another layer to this complex issue that the diet industry thrived on the insecurities fostered by those unreachable beauty standards, promoting a narrative that happiness, health and worthiness were just a diet away. Um, and the diet industry did and still does capitalize on the collective desire for acceptance and, of course, then offers us quick fixes temporary solutions that, as we know, often led us to cycles of weight loss and gain, disappointment and self-criticism. And it reinforces that damaging and harmful belief that self-improvement and worth are measured by the scale, okay, which further entrenches us and leads us into body dissatisfaction. Okay, there's so much to unpack here. But the good news is that in the midst of all of this, there is a growing chorus of voices advocating for change for a redefinition of beauty that celebrates diversity, inclusivity, and the inherent worth of everyone. So there is, I do believe, there is hope for our daughters, our granddaughters, our nieces, and yes, even ourselves. We are never too old. It is never too late to do this work for ourselves. We owe it to ourselves to do this. Okay, and this sort of rise, this new movement, if you like, isn't just about rejecting unrealistic standards. It's about constructing new narratives that honour everyone and every body, every body type. And it's about reminding us, us that beauty does not reside in uniformity, but in the unique differences we have. It's about reminding ourselves and everyone that our worth isn't tied to our appearance, but is inherent in our very being. Okay, and it's about demanding a world where media showcases a spectrum of human bodies, fashion celebrates all sizes, art reflects the true diversity of society, with inclusivity extending beyond mere acceptance, aiming to cultivate deep-seated appreciation for the variety and richness of all human forms. Okay, um, so I encourage you to look within and recognise your own value independently of external validation. This perspective fosters resilience against relentless pressures to conform, but it will empower you to live authentically and freely. And the significance of this shift cannot be overstated. Okay, I encourage everyone to do the work of dismantling old structures of beauty and worth and building in their place a new way of thinking that will uplift and celebrate not only yourself, but also everyone. Okay, And in order to take part in this transformative dialogue, the dialogue has to start with the one you have with yourself. So let's talk about that a little. The conversation you have with yourself is intimate, 
It is constant and it is powerful and it will result in changing your perception of yourself and how you interact with the world. Your internal dialogue can be your greatest ally, but it is also and can be a formidable adversary. And daunting as it may seem, the choice is yours. Begin by listening to the narratives you weave about yourself. What are the words you use when you look in the mirror, when you reflect on your day or even when you ponder your worth? Are the words that you use, those sentences in your mind, kind? Are they forgiving? Are they uplifting? Or do they echo old critical voices that seek to confine you to unrealistic standards and unattainable ideals? The journey to transform this dialogue doesn't demand perfection from you, but it does ask for awareness, compassion and the courage to challenge and change the narratives that no longer serve you. Recognise that you have been conditioned by a society that profits from your insecurities, a society that has dictated the terms of beauty, success and worthiness in narrow, exclusive terms. But know that you can reclaim your own narrative and you want to start by affirming your worth independently of any external validation, whether that is from other people or the number on the scales. Your value is not contingent on fitting into a predefined mould. It is inherent in your existence and your humanity and the unique contributions you bring to the world. It's really important to practice self-compassion just as much as you would advocate for a loved one. Extend to yourself the understanding and kindness that you offer to others. Remember, self-compassion is not self-indulgence. It is a recognition of your humanity, your imperfections and the strength that lies in embracing them. Embrace your imperfections. So challenge your critical inner voice with evidence of your competence, kindness and creativity. This looks like replacing I can't with I can, like replacing I'm not with I am and replacing I lack with I possess. It's not about denying your flaws, but about seeing beyond them to the myriad of strengths and qualities you possess. This is not about lying to yourself. This is about seeing your truth and accepting it and loving it. Cultivating gratitude for your body and all it does for you is massively important. Your body is a vessel that carries you through life's experiences. It's a testament to your resilience and strength. So celebrate your body for all its capabilities rather than critiquing its form. And also surround yourself with voices and narratives that will support you doing this work, that will support your journey towards self-appreciation and acceptance. Seek out others who also want to join you in looking at reshaping the beauty of diversity, the strength and vulnerability. Okay, so shifting your narrative from how your body looks to how it functions and supports you in living a fulfilling life is about moving from a place of critique to one of gratitude, from a place of judgment to a place of appreciation. And know that this shift does not happen overnight, but it happens with intention and practice. Hence why we're spending a whole month of it on it in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. It's important that you begin to see your body not as an object to be perfected, but as something that supports you on your life journey. Okay, so here are some approaches you can make to help you with this um, shift in perspective. Start each day by thanking your body for what it allows you to experience, whether it's the strength to carry your shopping or lift up your grandchildren, the stamina to get you from A to B, 
or the senses to enjoy a beautiful sunset or sunrise. Gratitude shifts your focus from appearance to functionality and enriches your relationship with your body. I also want you to consider your strength. Your strength isn't just about how much you can lift at the gym. It's about your body's resilience to overcome illness. It's about if you've got children, your body's power to bear those children and maybe even nurse them as well. It's about your body giving you the endurance to work through a long day. So recognize your body's strength in all its forms and the incredible ways your body's strength supports you. Other things that you can do look like finding activities that make you feel alive and joyful, not as a means to change your body's appearance, but to celebrate what it can do for you. Dancing in your living room to your favorite music, stretching in the morning sun, or taking a leisurely walk. Also, tune into your body's cues. Hunger, thirst, fatigue, and discomfort are all messages. Don't ignore your body. Tune into it. Listen to it. By responding thoughtfully, so eating when you're hungry, resting when you're tired, you will be honouring your body's wisdom and supporting its functioning. And the conversation then between your mind and your body will reinforce a partnership that is essential for wellness in all its forms, as well as for weight loss and so much more. Also, take a moment to learn about your body's amazing capabilities. Learn how your muscles work, how your heart pumps blood. Learn about your digestive system. Learn how your brain processes information. Instill in yourself a sense of how amazing your body is. We also spend a lot of time in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy helping you tune in to the difference between emotional hunger and physical hunger and noticing how your body responds to different foods that you eat. Um, And as I say all of this, I'm reminded of the advertising slogan, something along the lines of your body is amazing. Let's help it keep that way or something like that. I'm not even sure who it was, but that just sticks in my head. Okay. so what else? What else can we do? We can engage in mindfulness. So any practice that connects us with our body. So meditation, yoga, simply deep breathing. All of these help us experience the sensation of being in our body in the present moment. And when we are in our body in the present moment, it's easier to appreciate its complexity and a beauty even from the inside out. Also, we can recognize and celebrate our body's ability to adapt to our different life stages, whether it's recovering from injury, navigating changes through aging or adjusting to a new physical challenge. Our body's resilience is a testament to the incredible ways in which it supports our lives. I also encourage you to talk about this stuff to your friends and family. So instead of being self-depreciating about your body, change the narrative and talk out loud to others about how grateful you are for your body, whether it's helping you overcome an illness, taking you on a walk, filling you with vitality and so much more. By shifting your narrative, first with yourself and then with friends and family, and even if you like through social media, you are contributing to a broader cultural shift. You will be inspiring others to appreciate their bodies for what they can do. You can be the change. And as I say that, I appreciate it's not easy as well, and it takes courage, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't give it a go. And talking about social media, I want to say a few words about the challenges and opportunities social media presents around shifting our narrative of, you know, towards loving the skin that we're in. So social media platforms, of course, have become ubiquitous in our daily lives, They often serve as windows to the world's happenings. 
They connect us with friends and family. They offer a space for self-expression. Um, and the impact that they have on our thoughts about ourselves and our body image is complex. Um, and social media has the power or our thoughts that we have around what we see on social media, probably a more accurate way to say that, um, has the power to both uplift and undermine our self-perception and our self-appreciation. So let's just consider the negative for a moment. We associate social media with those unrealistic beauty ideals that I mentioned earlier, which contribute to a negative body image. The prevalence of highly curated, filtered, edited images can create a distorted perception of normal, in inverted commas, bodies, which can lead to feelings of inadequacy, low self-esteem and body dissatisfaction. And this phenomenon of social comparison is everywhere. And it's because it's human nature to compare our appearance with those we see online and in real life. Okay, even when online, there has been that behind the scenes manipulation of those images. But I also want to say that social media has the potential to be a force for good in the realm of body positivity, self-acceptance, body neutrality, health at any size, all of the things. And I'm seeing usage of social media in positive ways grow massively in recent years and months. And maybe I'm seeing that in my feeds because that's what I'm focusing on. But the opportunity is there for you, too. So social media offers a stage for all body representations that challenge conventional beauty standards. And accounts and influencers um, dedicated to body positivity can inspire followers to embrace their uniqueness, foster a sense of community, all of those things. Um, social media, of course, is also great for educational content about nutrition, mental health and wellness. Um, and we can um, almost like, you know, prime our own feeds so that that focus is on well-being rather than appearance, rather than restrictive dieting to encourage a more holistic approach to health. And Social media can also connect us with support groups and resources. We use social media as a part of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. Um, and if you want to join the free Lose Weight Live Life community on Facebook, um, we have a set, we have a private one for the academy members, but we have an open one. Then you can do that by going to, um, I guess, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Lose Weight Live Life. Also, what I'm loving on social media at the moment is all the reels with wardrobe um, and ideas and outfits for women of all shapes and sizes and ages. I'm seeing loads of feeds of women dressing proudly without feeling the need to hide their you know, tummy or arms or legs, you know, whatever part of them that they may historically have been conditioned to you know, cover up or camouflage. And it is such a breath of fresh air. Um, so if you're in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, I will be sharing more about these as a part of the work that we're doing in March. Um, and if you are interested, I would love you to join us there. Um, and you can do that by going to www.thebestyou.coach and finding out all the details. All right. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. What I wanted to share with you. I would love everyone listening to commit to being intentional about fostering a body positivity, a body positive image rather, or a body neutral image. If that lines better for you, I think actually a really good mix of both is important. Um, I would love you to work towards small baby steps, but work towards um, loving the skin that you're in. All right. Take care, everyone. Have a great week and I will speak to you next time. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The program offers different levels of support to suit you 
including self-paced learning, twice-weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community, and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.